Jason McCourty is volunteered to join us for today's call. Thank you very much, Jason. Um, we have 35 participants on the uh, video conference here. Uh, they'll uh, cue me to ask a question. I'll call on them and we'll go in the order of which they've uh, raised their hands to ask a question. I think we'll get started here with, um, with Alan Siegel, followed by uh, Ben Vol. Hi, Jason. How are you doing these days? I'm doing well. I can't complain. A lot of hanging out at the house. There you go. Hey, Jason, sort of an offbeat question to start things. Um, obviously, you guys are competitive. There's no doubt about that. But you got changes with the team offensively and defensively. You got the changes that the, with OTAs, with video thing, with virtual, with virtual things, um, being at home a lot. So I'm wondering if with all the challenges, more challenges than normal, your competitive juices are flowing even more than they would be to meet all these extra challenges. Uh, I guess so, but I, I look at it as, as the NFL. I mean, obviously what's going on without an offseason is a challenge and something that's going on globally. That's something that everybody uh, is being forced to deal with. So uh, that same question is posed to you guys and everybody that's going along with it. And as far as the things that uh, are to the team, as far as offensive changes, defensive changes, uh, to me, that's just part of the NFL. There's not one year to the next that you don't go through uh, a number of changes, whether it's personnel, whether it's coaching, uh, whether it's scheme, there's always going to be something uh, from one season to the next that's going to be a challenge, that's going to uh, that's going to have change, that's going to force people uh, to step up, force uh, different roles on people. And I think uh, that's the unique thing about our league is each year is a new opportunity uh, for anybody to step up and make something of themselves. Great. Thanks, Jason. Glad to see you have an audience, by the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, nonstop. <laughs> Next question, Ben Volan, followed by Chelsea McDonald. Oops, sorry, followed by Dan Rudd. Uh Hey, Jason, thanks for doing this today. I hope you're staying sane through all this. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> have a quick question, uh, one about you and then one about one of your teammates. Uh, for you, just um, can you detail how you're staying in shape and how you're able to stay in football shape and get ready for a season during these crazy times? Uh, I'm doing the same as I kind of normally would uh, throughout the offseason. Uh, I'm one of the few guys uh, that had um, uh, an offseason injury uh, that allows me to be in the building. So I've been able to still uh, go about all my rehab and my things that I typically would do uh, in the offseason. Obviously, it's different because uh, it's not the same not having everybody there. Obviously, we're not doing OTA, so we're not practicing. Uh, but staying in shape for me uh, has been uh, relatively normal uh, this offseason. How many people have been uh, in a similar situation just rehabbing and around the stadium? Oh, uh, there's a few of us in there. Is it weird being the only guys in the stadium? Uh, at this point, no. Um, I guess what, is, what constitutes as weird uh, has dramatically changed uh, throughout uh, the last few months. Um, we've been in it so long that uh, this has become rather normal to us at this point. Uh, and then I wanted to ask about your teammate, Patrick Chung. He last week uh, got a restructured deal where he basically is guaranteed to come back for another season. Uh, in a couple of years, two plus years here now in New England, what have you learned about how important he is to the defense? Oh, he's a, I mean, you talk about a guy that's been in the league for so long and also has been in the same defense for so long. Uh, Pat is a guy that plays so many roles uh, throughout our defense that, uh, you can ask him a question uh, almost about any position 
uh, from D-line stuff to linebackers to safeties, and he'll pretty much know the answer. So I think uh, when you have a guy that's that smart, and then you mix that obviously with his ability, uh, you have to be pretty athletic. Uh, and obviously he's a bigger, stronger guy that can play those roles. Um, he's been huge. So I know for me getting there uh, over these last few years, Chung came in the league the same year uh, as I did. It's been fun to be able to be in the same meeting room, uh, talk football with him and get to know him. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Jason. Next question, Dan Roach, followed by Evan Lazar. Jason, thanks for doing this. Sounds like uh, you're doing well and as well as you can be with the little you know, those kids in the background, <laughs> which is always nice. Uh, just two questions. One, uh, kind of a follow-up to what Ben was saying uh, from a guy who's in the facility in a rehab perspective. Uh, going forward, and it sounds like the NFL is trying to go forward, uh, we, we've all been wondering whether there be any safety concerns. Uh, you know, what, what are your concerns? And maybe you can allay those fears as you kind of have been to the facility. And what's that been like? Uh, right now, um, it's been normal. I guess normal in a sense that the numbers are so few that it's not uh, anything that is um, different uh, than anything that's going on uh, throughout our country right now. Um, you go to a grocery store, everybody has on a mask as on gloves, you can't go to a gas station without someone uh, doing the same. So I think uh, in that regard, it's been normal uh, to the practices that's gone on uh, throughout every community. And I think moving forward, uh, I think we all have fears. Uh, I think for me, um, fear of going back to work is no different than the fear of walking in a restaurant and sitting down to have dinner. So uh, I think this is something that we're all gonna have to deal with. Um, at some point, uh, we're gonna start back up, uh, Massachusetts, and every other state around the country as some uh, in the South have already began to open up. So I think uh, as players, we're going to go through the same fears that uh, a lot of other people in our country are going to go through. And uh, you try to, you got to have to figure it out uh, the best way. And uh, when they tell us to come back to work, we have to, as individuals, make sure, hey, to my standard, I feel like, hey, this is safe enough. I'm ready to commit to it. I'm ready to do it. And if not, uh, you got to go about uh, whatever you feel is best uh, for you and your family. And my second question is just a, a thought on you and Devin being nominated for the 2020 Muhammad Ali Sports uh, Humanitarian Award. Uh, very humbling. Uh, I think when you can be mentioned uh, in the same sentence uh, with Muhammad Ali and obviously um, his impact on the world with uh, how talented he was in his given sport, uh, but what he was able to do off the field and the impact that he was able to make uh, is huge. So to, just to be mentioned, uh, in the same sentence, uh, is a very humbling experience for me and Devin. I think uh, the stuff we do off the field, you don't really do it for recognition or anything of that nature. Uh, but when you can do those things and be recognized and it can bring uh, more attention and more awareness, possibly more funds uh, to the causes that you're fighting for, uh, it makes a huge difference. Thank you. Looks like we might have lost the video portion of this, but we'll keep going. Uh, Evan Lazar is next, followed by Nora Princiati. Hey, Jason, I just wanted to ask you quickly, uh, just how are you feeling physically and do you feel like you'll be a full go if and when training camp does start? I'm feeling good. Um, just taking it step by step. Um, obviously, with everything going on, it's been uh, a process where there's nothing to rush back to because uh, you can't see anything in the, in the very near future. There's no practice to look forward to. There's no mini camp to look forward to. So uh, I'm feeling pretty good and just working uh, every day to get better.
my actual question was just about how we hear a lot about how you guys train at both corner safety, you know, some guys play multiple positions. Just what has that experience been like for you in the Patriots defense, maybe learning a little bit of safety and corner. And I know your brother, you know, did the kind of the same thing as well. Uh, for me, it's been fun. Uh, I think the mental aspect of it, uh, that challenge uh, as an older guy has been really fun to put that on myself to see uh, when we're now at this point being in my third season, when we're going over installs or doing things. I try to challenge myself. And I, can I learn uh, the entire defense? Can I understand what uh, the Knowles technique or the defensive tackle is doing in this blitz and why he's doing it and understand uh, the call that Hightower may make when he sees this or that? I think when you're able to do that, it makes whether you're playing corner, safety, nickel, uh, all of those positions, it makes it relatively easy uh, because you understand uh, which in what ways the offense is trying to attack you and you understand from a defensive perspective, uh, what are you giving up and the things that you have to defend against. So uh, for me, it's been, it's been a blast getting here, being able uh, to play inside, be able to play outside and uh, challenge myself and also challenge the guys around me. You know, I feel like as an older guy, um, if Dev, myself, Chung, uh, of all of us are able to learn multiple roles and do things, it kind of sets a standard in a room where uh, we're all trying to be as versatile as possible. Thanks, Jason. Thank yeah. uh, next question, uh, Nora Princiati, followed by Mike Reese. Hey, Jason, how you doing? Doing well, how are you? Good. Um, so obviously we do not have a lot of sports right now, but just a couple of things that, you know, your old teammate Tom Brady played some golf for charity over the weekend. There's been a little bit of soccer. I'm just wondering if you've been watching any of the things that have been starting up or still going on, and if anything has struck you about, you know, the creative ways that different leagues have tried to do a little bit or, you know, some of the out-of-the-box stuff like the match and everything, and just if anything had struck you and if you've been seeing any of that. The most sports I've watched uh, during this thing is I'll go on NBA TV, and sometimes they're playing old NBA games. I watched Allen Iverson uh, in a playoff game uh, way back when uh, versus uh, Toronto, Vince Carter, and then uh, so that was fun. Honestly, I'm not a I'm not a soccer fan. I'm not a golf fan. Uh, the only thing I saw from uh, TB12 and then was uh, he split his pants at one point and he, and he uh, sunk a hole in one. So uh, I was happy to see he split his pants. Uh, the next time I see him, I got to give him a hard time. But uh, no, nah, I haven't. I saw they had NBA 2K tournaments, Madden tournaments, and all of that other uh, stuff. But too many kids that really sit down and watch non-live type sports that I'm really into. Thank you. Mike Reese followed by Mike Petraglia. Awesome. Jason, how are you? I'm doing well. What's up, Mike? All right, everything's going well. I was thinking about what to ask you in 2009 to 2020, in a way, you blink and it's a decade-long career, right, in the NFL. And I was curious, I don't know if you've talked about it, how much longer you sort of envision yourself continuing to do this? I don't know. Um, as long as it's fun and physically and mentally, uh, I'm willing and able to do it. I think uh, that's the big thing. Uh, obviously. Uh, now, like you said, um, this is going into year 12, uh, married, three kids. There's a lot of things that are in. Uh, but I'm just trying to stay now and stay in the present. Uh, for me right now, uh, I very much uh, want to be a part of the 2020 season and training my butt off uh, to, to help this team in any way possible in this upcoming season. And, uh, that's my only focus. You know, 
and then uh, then you start to um, what goes on after that. But it's such a privilege uh, to be able to play in this league that uh, I'm just trying to take advantage of each year that I have the opportunity to go out there and compete. We'll Mike Cagliar, followed by Michael Hurley. Thanks a lot, Stacey. Uh, thanks for doing this, Jason. Good to see you. Good to see you staying healthy. I uh, wanted to ask you about, um, you mentioned your age to Mike and uh, the years of experience in the NFL, but how much are you looking forward to working with some of the newer faces or even the younger faces that have been around a while uh, in the secondary guys, like um, obviously um, Jonathan Jones or um, you know, some of the other guys in that secondary that have really come along. J.C. Jackson was the other guy, obviously, I wanted to mention. Uh, I love that. Um, I'm always I'm always talking to, uh, I call him Gerald, uh, but J.C., I'm always uh, giving him a hard time. I'm always on him. I feel like that's just a part of the game. When I first came into the league, I was in Tennessee. And I had guys like Cortland Finnegan, Hope, uh, Michael Griffin, a, a ton of guys that were willing uh, to pour into me and help me uh, shape and to figure out how to be a pro and whether it was the defense, whether it was life off the field. Uh, so for me, to be around JC, uh, Jay Jones is a, is a young vet in himself, uh, but Jawan, all of those guys being able uh, to help them, whether it's questions about finance, questions about agents or uh, any of those different things to be, to be just a sounding board. And then when we're out there competing, uh, there's little things that, um, experience teaches you, and for me, being able to play for multiple organizations, coaches, there's tidbits uh, that you can kind of take from uh, everywhere. And uh, that's, those guys know that's one thing with me. Whatever question or anything that I have to share, uh, I'm going to do so. So uh, I love that uh, that fact, and I think that's the part that sucks right now is we don't get a chance. Obviously, we have our virtual meetings, but you don't get a chance to be in the building and really get to know the new guys and catch up on what's gone on the offseason and really kind of build that chemistry right now. Thanks, Jason. Stay healthy. Thank you. Uh, we'll go Michael Hurley followed by Ian Steele. Jason, I'll join the uh, chorus of thanking you for taking time with us today. Uh, just want to ask you, there's a rule change being voted on this week for offenses to get a chance to go uh, with a fourth and 15 play after scoring instead of an onside. It's generally been looked at from the offensive side, but I want to get uh, the the defensive player's opinion on that, the chance to really make a play. I'm sure you've spent time on a hands team before, but your chance to, you know, play your position in a game-changing situation like that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think from the competitive side, as especially a defensive bat, um, you don't mind that pressure going out there, uh, fourth and 15 or whatever, to down and distance. It's all right, we got to show up uh, to win the game. But it's just like, conversely, if I'm a team and I've earned the right to be up, we've made the plays necessary uh, to be winning in the fourth quarter or whatever it might be. Uh, I have a chance to go seal the game by just catching an onside kick uh, versus being out there for a fourth and 15. Uh, from that standpoint, it's like, I don't really understand it. You know, we are now basically rewarding you for being behind. And um, that's the only thing that uh, for me is a negative of it. But at the same time, um, we're in an entertainment business and uh, onside kick versus a, a fourth and 15 uh, is a lot more intriguing. So um, we have no control over it. If they vote yes, then we'll be out there preparing uh, situationally how to stop fourth and 15s with the game on the line. Thanks. So two final questions. Uh, Ian Steele, uh, followed by Meg O'Brien. Jason, thanks again for taking the time. Appreciate it. 
No problem. Uh, you mentioned you've been going into the facility. Have other players been there at the same time as you? How is that working? Uh, we're following all the guidelines, and we're all uh, figuring out and, and making it uh, making it work. When you go into the facility, does it help give you a little bit of a break from quarantine life, the camaraderie with either the guys that are there or you know the staff that's helping you rehab? Does that give you a little bit of a, a break from quarantine life there? And what's that like for you? Not really, because when we're there, there's nothing to talk about other than quarantine life. So um, I don't think there really is a, a break to take from it. Um, you know, I think uh, obviously the state of Massachusetts, for the most part, uh, phase one is starting back up, but everything is still mostly shut down. So uh, we're all still doing the same thing. And it's kind of throughout the country, like as we get on our virtual meetings, guys are all kind of doing the same thing. You're finding your window, your time where you go work out, whether that's at a, a field, whether uh, you know someone that owns a gym and it's just maybe you and that person. Uh, we're all kind of doing the same thing right now, you know. Uh, because you can't be out and about. So you go, you get your workout in, you come home, and you're there all day until you go and do the same thing the next day. Gotcha. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. Have a question by Megan O'Brien. Hi, Jason. Thanks so much for taking the time today. In your Welcome. answer to Mike Petraglia, you were talking about your role as a leader, especially in the secondary with those younger players. One of those, Joan Williams, we didn't see a ton of him last year, but obviously you worked with him a lot every day at practice. What stood out about Joan and his rookie campaign and just how he adjusted to life in the NFL? Uh, he loves to compete. And I think uh, that's something that you need. And obviously uh, at our position, when you're in the back end, uh, any mistake can be a 70 yard touchdown or a game change in play. So I think you gotta have guys I uh, got a willing to go out there every single day and compete their butts off and get better. And uh, that's what uh, he did last year. As a rookie, he came in, he was willing to learn. Uh, he was willing to listen. And I felt like every day uh, when we went out there on the practice field, uh, he got better. And I think uh, not only for him being a rookie, but for all of us as a team, uh, that's what the process is about, whether you're in year one or you're in year 12. Uh, every day you got to show up with a willingness uh, to compete, to prove that you belong there and a willingness to get better and listen to coaching. I think uh, whether it's Jawan, whether it was uh, D'Angelo before he got hurt, Malik, uh, all of the guys, uh, young guys came in and they were willing to listen to the older guys, listen to the coaches, and really do everything that was asked of them on a daily basis to make sure they were making the necessary uh, movements forward uh, to get better as a football player. Did Jawan prove to you that he belongs? I mean, he went to Vanderbilt, so that's a little bit uh, of a knock on him. Uh, in the SEC, they're one of the weaker schools. But uh, other than that, yeah, he definitely he definitely did. Thank you. No problem. Jason, thank you very much for taking the time. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Jason. No problem. Good Thanks, to see you. Guys.